Tanya for the 25th of Tavis. So that's a story. Where Mayor of Premishlan once saw someone who was adorned by all the rabbinical garbs and clothing, but when he looked inside the person, he determined that the person wasn't a very good person. He was just putting on a show. He was wearing clothes that portrayed himself as a very righteous man, but in truth, he was he was very not so righteous, to put it subtly. And Rameh Premishlan uh, observed this, and he said, in the 13 attributes of truth, we see something very interesting. It says, Verav Chesed, that one of the attributes of God is, he's full of kindness, ve'emes, and truth. But truth isn't really a kindness-oriented type of um, attribute of God. It seems to be more of a discipline, a more of a severity type of attributes. And Rameh Premishlan explained like this, that in truth, if you find someone whose outside looks really amazing you would assume that god would judge that person based on the level that he's trying to fool everyone to be so if someone for example is a very base person and is wearing righteous holy clothing god would judge him based on this, that holy clothing and mayor premishlan explained that's not the way it works god looks into the person determines what he really is and then he does the kindness together with the truth and judges the person based on who he truly is not who he's pretending to be brilliant story Today's Tanya is very long. It's continuing on the same topic now, tying up the loose ends of all the questions we started the Tanya off, explaining who is the Bainani, why he's different than the Tzaddik, and all the verses and questions that we started the Tanya with, explaining how it all fits in. I'm going to move rather quick because it's a very long Tanya portion. Ach... So the Benini, even though he's so successful in his life, and the he has the assistance of God to make sure that the judgment is like the godly soul, nonetheless, nonetheless. The judgment only goes as far as the Benini comes in his thought, speech, and action. But his actual psyche, let's call it, remains evil. The, the impulses, the emotional and intellectual spectrum of the Benini remains ego-oriented and, and selfish and animalistic. And why does he not actually lose control? Because God helps. And that's why, going back to the original question, we said that every person has to walk around the whole day imagining, like, imagining that he's like a Russia. Now the Alter is saying, oh, pay attention to the details. Not a person should say, I'm, I'm wicked. A person should say, I'm like I'm wicked. He shouldn't imagine he's actually wicked because he knows. He's not been making falsehood. He has never done a sin in his life and he never will do a sin. So thinking he's wicked would be a misdirect. It's not truthful. At the same time, like a wicked person. Why like a wicked Because he knows he's one um, action away from being wicked. In the same way an alcoholic realizes he's an alcoholic even though he hasn't had a drink in 34 years. Why? Because he knows he's one drink away from being an alcoholic. The Benini cannot trust himself. He can't afford to get to, to let his guard down. And therefore he always imagines he's like a Russia because he knows he has the impulse. He could turn into a Russia with one dropping of his guard. 
Therefore, he says, I'm a Benini. And he can't have the luxury of saying, Oh, I'm righteous and, and like a tzaddik, and I, you know, I don't have to worry about the battle. And he keeps on imagining that he's a wicked person because he knows he's one step away from it. It additionally, and we don't have the time to dwell on this, even though it's a brilliant idea, he also realizes that because he's now grown in time and he's fed his body and therefore fed his animalistic soul, his battle is even stronger. So as time goes on, not only does he does does he not have to worry about the animalistic soul, he needs to worry more because his animalistic soul has been fed to and has been um, nurtured by his dealings with this world. Let's keep moving. There might be a person who spends an entire day, and I apologize for rushing now, but the Tanya is very long, and we have to get through it. There, a person might spend his entire day learning. And he'll think to himself, I don't have any impulses. I don't have any voices. There's no, there's no drive towards animals. Maybe I'm a tzaddik. Maybe because I don't have the voices and I don't have the struggle, I don't want to do animalistic things. I don't want to do selfish things. I don't want to do sins. I don't even want to deal with physicality. Well, that means clearly I'm a tzaddik. And the, the, the altar says in the Tanya, no. The person can't get ahead of himself. It could be that because he's involved in Torah studies his entire day, Hashem is doing him the kindness and he's getting the, the, the power in his own life to be able to maximize his control over the animalistic urges. But that doesn't mean it's gone. So someone might spend his entire day learning from beginning to, to beginning of the day to the end of the day and he never has the urges. He said, well, I'm a tzaddik. And says, I'll no, slow down. It could be his involvement in, in holiness throughout the day is what's quieting down the animalistic soul, but were he to stop? Within a moment, the animalistic, story, the animalistic soul would flare up again. That'll be end of it. Because he's involved in holiness and spirituality, the godly soul is in the driver's seat. It takes full control, and therefore he doesn't hear the voices and the garments, the thought, speech, and action is entirely being controlled by his godly soul. At the end of the class, I'll actually go through the four different categories of, like, let's call it the life cycle of the Bainani and explain each one. But for now, I want to move through the today's portion as quickly as possible. <laughs> I'll just read a little bit more. Highest form, let's, let's use that phraseology. When, when is the, ba- the Bainini in the most control that he's going to experience in his life? That's during prayer, as I already mentioned in chapter 12. When the Bainini is in the prayer mode, let's call it, his animalistic soul actually turns off. And like we're going to discover, it's the Bainini's most powerful, potent moment because the animalistic soul entirely is asleep. And 
two, and, and like we talk about with Yaakov and Esau, that the, the forces, let's say, of good and evil, they have the ability... They have the ability of one controlling the other weakening. So when the Bainanis, godly soul, is this powerful during the, his prayer experience, let's call it, the Bainani actually has a complete quietingness, not a real word, but of the animalistic soul. Of a But even during his his um, um, prayer mode, his the Bainani's strongest form, where the Bainani most shines is when he's praying, even in that form... He hasn't gotten rid of the evil animalistic soul. He's just absolutely quieted it. He's 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 um, put it into such a quiet mode that it's absolutely not exhibiting any form of of signs. But it's still there. What's the proof? Of course, when the dawning is over, it's back awake. As we'll see. About an actual side, David Amalek worried about himself that his heart is empty inside of him. David Amalek destroyed his animalistic soul. But with the Benani, it's just gone to sleep. What's the indication? How does the Tzaddik know that he, he's absolutely destroyed his animalistic soul? Because of the hatred he has towards evil. The Benani doesn't experience that hatred. And whether it's a 100% hatred of evil, or whether it's a 99% hatred of evil, as we discussed in the earlier chapters, in the chapter dealing with the Tzaddik. That doesn't matter, but that hatred exists with well, the Bainini, it doesn't. Of a who derech mashak adam shiyashen, and the, the imagery that the Alter is going to give, he says like a person asleep. Shiyachal lachs of a name in shnasi, kachar of a Bainini who bukiyashen achal asmali, b'shas kriyashemals v'lebelib b'yeh v'avatashem v'achachach yachal yeshchez v'neir. The Bainini's most opportune, most potent time is prayer, and so therefore the analytic soul is just gone. It's like I went to sleep. The thing with a sleeping person, in contrast to a dead person, is the sleeping person wakes up. The tzaddik, after his prayers are over, he continues to live that experience because he doesn't have those voices in his mind. The, the voices in his heart, throwing signals to his mind. In the case of the Baini, on the other hand, though his shama and his prayer is absolutely perfect, and he has a fiery love towards God when he's praying, as soon as that's over... The animalistic soul wakes up. And that's the reason, going back to another one of the questions at the beginning of the Tanya, why did Rabba, who was definitely a perfect tzaddik, say that say that um, he was a Bainani? Well, he had fair reason to believe that. Let's read it inside. Why did Rabbah make the mistake and assume that he was a Bainani? It was a fair mistake, says the Alter. Why? He's, he spent his entire day learning Torah. His learning of Torah wasn't a regular type of learning of Torah. It was a passionate love, uh, learning of Torah. He experienced such a delight, such a closeness to God when he learned Torah. It was like he was praying. And then he thought to himself, wait a second. If I'm experiencing the learning of Torah on the level of prayer... It could be that maybe I'm a Bainani. And maybe were to stop learning Torah for a moment, I would lose this prayer-like ecstasy connection to, with God and I would start having those voices. But he never gave himself the opportunity to find that otherwise because he never stopped learning. So he can to such a degree that when it came time for him to pass away, the angel of death struggled to get a hold of him because he just didn't stop. But he always thought to himself in the back of his mind, were I to stop... Maybe I would, in addition to losing that connection, maybe the voices would start, and I would start having these impulses towards evil. So therefore, he said, "All right, I'm probably just a Bainani. 
It was a fair assessment. He was he was being humble, but at the same time, it was a very fair assessment. Okay, now here's the final point of today's Tanya. And this is about the truthfulness. The author was saying, well, now that I explained to you the four different stages, let's call it of the Bainani, you might be saying, well, the Bainani is, you know, has moments like a tzaddik. Because when he's praying, he has a tzaddik-like experience. And the author says, well, let's just slow down for a second. True that the Bainani has a tzaddik-like experience, but if you want to get technical, the Bainani's tzaddik-like experience is nothing really like what the tzaddik's experience is like. The connection that tzaddik reaches towards God is, can't be compared to the Bainani's um, connection to God. Even when the Bainani is in his prayer mode, which is like the highest form the Bainani is going to reach. But for the Bainani, when he reaches that mode, it's truthful because that's, that's his truth. That's where he's holding in his life. Like in, like in the story of the, of Mayor Premishland, you know, justifying this person that was dressing up to be righteous. God judges a person based on the truthfulness of where he's actually holding, not on how he portrays or pretends that he is. And though the Benini's truth, his connection to God is, well, you say, well, it's not really on the level of Tzaddik, it's true. But for where the Benini is holding, that moment of prayer where he reaches his highest form is a very truthful moment for the Benini. And it is, it's him reaching the greatest standard that he can. And yes, the Altar says it's very fair to say that this Mainani is absolutely experiencing a truthful connection to God because that's it. That's his truth. Because that's his highest form. That is the highest form he could possibly reach. His love and fear that he experiences when, he, when he's praying. Based on where the Benin is holding, or based on the power and the love that he's able to generate day after day during his prayer, that's a truthful position for where the Benin is holding. And now, so the says that in truth there are many standards of what what truth is. Again, a discussion for another time. We're running out of our fifteen minute limit. Well, the point is, in every stage and every level, there's a different standard of truth. It's a little bit Kabbalistic, but the point is that within every world, within every level, what stands as a standard for that level will be considered a deficiency in the level above. Truth behaves in the same way. That for the Bainini, let's put it, make a practical about the Bainini. In the case of the Bainini, what the Bainini is able to accomplish as a truth for him in his life is a truth for him. But for the Tzaddik, who's, reach, who's even in his, in his lowest form, is way beyond what a Bainini could reach, the truth for the Tzaddik isn't exactly the same thing. What, um, just, to, just to summarize the four levels of the Bainini's. Um, Let's call it the mode, mode, different modes of the Bainini. When the Bainini is not learning or davening, 
when he's just having a regular day involved in this world, Hashem helps him. That's how he's able to conquer it. Hashem stands on the side of the poor person and helps him. After prayer, he's able to weaponize his brain, helping his brain control the impulses that come to his heart. He's able to kind of piggyback off that, that the shadows of energy from his prayer and use his brain, natural tendency of the brain to overpower the heart. During learning, he might feel signals, but he's very easily able to quash them because he's learning, he's doing holiness and spirituality. He has resources in, in a point, but his animalistic impulses are unaffected by his learning because he hasn't changed them. He's still the Bainani. And during his actual prayer, he can have a tzaddik-like experience. Yes, not a truthful tzaddik-like experience, but for him a truth, very much. And even the animalistic soul can be used and utilized towards his godly soul's purpose. Thank you so much for joining Have a wonderful and very successful day and thank you so much for joining.